Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Sacred Books of Britney Spears season two. Okay, that's exciting. We're going to be talking about Her Holiness's book two. Oops, I did it again. And I don't know. I'm just really excited that we've made it this far. That we, you know, what, six, 17 episodes already down. And here we are on season two. I don't know. I'm just excited. As always, we're joined by uh, Bessie Joe and John Wayne. Greetings. So I know we spoke, you know, we finished off season one a uh, month and a half ago-ish. And it felt good to wrap that up. Um, how's everybody doing? How's everybody's summer been so far? It's been wonderful. Pretty toasty. I think, John Wayne, are you eating jerky? Uh, no, this is cat food. Uh, oh, so a lot I, has changed this summer. I've had it pretty rough. <laughs> Things are getting. Are you still at? Are you still at the library? Yeah, uh, incredibly yes. <laughs> and you're eating cat food now. Yeah, you know it's a lot cheaper than regular food. You can get buy it in bulk. Are you struggling? Okay. Struggling financially? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, surprise, surprise. The library doesn't make a lot of money. <laughs> How does the library? You know, that's a great. I don't know if that's ever we've talked about that. How do you make an income? I guess late fees. <laughs> <laughs> But nobody's renting books, so therefore... And they don't bring them back, so... <laughs> Do you have a difficult so time we're... tracking people down to pay their light fees? Yeah, I mean, we don't track them down. There's no way. I tried I tried working with the local law enforcement, but they really don't care about that sort of thing, so... Well, they don't right. read. Right. So, I, it's definitely you know been hard, because... What's that? Well, I just find it... Uh, hard to believe that cat food is cheaper than human food. Like cat treats are, hu- are cheaper than jerky or something. You think so? Not for what I've found. <laughs> I don't know. Do you I, have I a preference? In what? Of what kind of food? Of like food. what cat food? Do you like it canned or dry? I just buy the big dry food bags because it's just, like I said, it's just cheaper. Yeah, you can buy a big twenty-pound bag. I don't know, like twenty bucks. Do you feel malnourished in any way, or do you feel like? Oh yeah, for sure. Food? My diet is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You should see, you should see my beams. Why? <laughs> are they? I don't want to get little, into that, but I just. I, they're not little pellets that you have to like. I don't want to get into that. Well, first okay. of all, cats don't poop out little pellets. Oh, right. <laughs> Not I was thinking rabbits. <laughs> I don't know. The, the animals I've been seeing nowadays, they might. Okay, well, hey, everybody, if you're out there listening and you've got one of John Wayne's library's books, do us, do him a favor, okay? Return them. He needs, and, you know, make sure to bring, how can they pay for their late fees? What, what forms of tender do you accept? I'll accept cat food at the moment. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, hey, you got hey everybody, you heard it here. Uh, cat food or money or just cash or or cash. So yeah, do, help help a person out. You know what I mean? I mean, you got a guy here, although he doesn't look that um, dissatisfied. 
With what? Eating the cat food? I mean, you seem to be... I'm, I'm obviously grown used to it, so, I mean, what do you... Yeah. I don't know any better at this moment. So, everybody, help him out. Help a guy out. I mean, obviously, I'd rather take real food. I just understand, at this moment, it's worth... It doesn't matter. Are you still okay. with your girlfriend? Somehow, yeah. And yeah. she makes a killer deviled egg. Is she not providing that she... for you? Well... I try to live independently. I don't try to. I don't want to focus on, you know, I don't want to live off of her. Right. Sure. But if she provided you with deviled eggs, would you turn your nose up at it? No, I wouldn't. No. You'd, you'd probably have to squeeze your nose, but, you know, I don't know if you'd turn your nose up at it. Why would you squeeze your nose? Deviled eggs they are stinky. They're, no. They stink. Yeah. Depending on the eggs. recipe, especially if you use pickles in the. Are you, do you like pickles? I hate pickles. Oh. Okay. Does, okay. What, is she, what is she eating? Is she also eating cat food with you? No. Okay. She's trying Sounds to like, she didn't like it. Wait, so is she eating regular human food? Yeah. So you're eating cat food, so that way she... It sounds like we kind of have a top-bottom bunk thing going on here again. I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. We're, we're not living together anymore. Oh. Wait, she's not at the library? No. Oh. She's back, she's back with at her own place. She got her own place. Gotcha. So wait, what's dating life like after you've lived together during a global pandemic? You think it's better? Yeah. And okay. there's a big library if you needed space, you would have had your space. I get now I can just do whatever I want now. Got it. Okay. And uh <laughs> and Bessie, how are you doing? You're, yeah, so Bessie. Bessie What? How how's how's your how how have you been holding up? You know, oh it's been fabulous. I uh recently met uh, a new boyfriend. I met him, and now we are together. Whoa! Wait, mm-hmm. what happened to the old boyfriend? The guy that you were living out the wasn't he like he was a maintenance worker, right? That you yeah. were, that was working at the church. Yeah, it just didn't work out. Um, okay, he wasn't he wasn't uh, as his faith in Brittany wasn't very strong. Oh wow. Nice. You broke, you okay. broke up them just because you guys didn't see life the same way? I would say mutual breakup. Oh, I think okay. he was starting to get... Actually, I say mutual, but he dumped me. Um, I think <laughs> my faith in Brittany annoyed him. Because I would bring... I would circle back to... For everything that happened in our lives, I would circle back to our holiness. And, yeah, you know... You have to balance it out in conversation. You can't just bring up Brittany all the time. I'm slowly learning. And I met someone new, and he has a moderate affliction for Brittany. But I've made it my goal to not mention her too much. Yeah. Even though, even though I'm just trying to share a light. That I have. How'd, you, how'd you guys meet? Yeah, this is so embarrassing, but online. Mm. Why, why is that embarrassing? I don't know. I've never met anyone online before. 
Okay. Mean, I don't think that's embarrassing. I think that's how I think that's how most people meet nowadays. I think you're right, especially during a global pandemic. Like that's the <clears throat> easiest way to connect with people. But you know, I always took pride in how I met people and followed them and had our little meet cutes. And this one, I just happened to you know, use technology, and uh, it's still just as cute, but slightly, slightly, slightly embarrassing for me. What um what service did you use f- for our listeners so they can try it out? Um, it's a faith based app. Okay. A what? Faith based. Mm-hmm. Like like a wait. It's like it's what? called Brittany Mingle. <laughs> Got it. Okay. And what? Like what can you expect to find on there? Um people who have Britney in their lives and in their hearts. And I mean, to be quite honest, my new boyfriend is less vocal about it. That's why I'm a little more hush hush, but yeah, we met there. So I think that's the cutest thing about our relationship is we met because of Britney. Now, has he been to our church? Oh, no, no, no. he doesn't. Um, he doesn't go to church. Oh, interesting. He practices okay. privately. Okay. Like almost well, too private. Like, like sometimes he doesn't even let me come into his room while he's uh, reading her books or. You know, oh, like he's why. got the door locked and he won't let you in. Yeah, yeah. Do you hear? I mean, do you hear any weird noises for, through the door? I do, but I think he's just like speaking in tongues or something. Got it. Okay. Huh. Interesting. He's usually finished within like five to ten minutes usually. <laughs> so he's a really quick he's a really quick um worshiper. Yeah. Right. Do you guys ever worship together? No. He always says he has to go to the bathroom when I mention her. Um, really? Okay. Um or, and then he'll either go to the bathroom or go into his room and lock the door. But you know, no judgment. Right. You, you know you private practice, that's fine. Anyway, um, so things are going really well. Well, I look. We look for. I look forward to meeting him. If if that would ever happen. Yeah, I'll try to coerce him into coming into church one of these days. But he's a stubborn motherfucker. I don't know. Well, if he's if he's. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he's important to you, that's what's important to me. You know, I just um, y- your happiness is yeah, it's really important to me. How's your summer been? I know we live in the same building but it's been i gotta say it's been challenging i've realized i've actually had a lot of questions about my place because with so few people coming into the church not even so few people coming into the church it's not like we have people clamoring to come to the church it's almost as if people are enjoying not having to come to church you know what i mean like, and so I've had to, yeah, I've had to do some private thinking, you know, where I have to go in and close the door, lock it and, you know, really spend some time by myself wondering about my place. So, yeah. but we've had such positive feedback to this podcast that I feel like we're reaching a different audience. And so I still have hope and I still have faith, you know, that what we're doing is important. So Thanks. Yeah. Because people are more homebodies now doesn't mean 
that their faith has wavered. True. Which is actually exciting because what I have been doing over the last, since we last recorded, is really spending some time diving into this next book because I'm really excited because people don't realize that her first album, no one really knew what to expect. You know what I mean? She just sort of came out of nowhere with these words. But now with the second album, there was a lot of um, buildup. And people were wondering, oh, well, can she deliver, you know? And I really think that she did. I think we're in for an exciting season because, you know, our Britney is full of great messages, you know, contradictions also, you know, but that's life, life, you know, and that's, you know, life imitates church. I will say this is my favorite um, book that she provides. Yeah. A lot of people say that, so... John Wayne, have you heard what 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 is what's your knowledge about this second book? Um, oops, I did it again. Uh, well, from from what I've read about it, uh, it was supposed to be like it's that's when she I think she gained the most followers. Not necessarily from her first one, mm-hmm. was from the second one because obviously, kind of like you said, no one really knew about her when she put out the first book. But by the second one, people are like, "Oh, I know who this is. Yeah, I'm into this." And then she just kind of like became like this national treasure during the second um, yeah global treasure i mean just really mm-hmm. took took mm-hmm. the took the world by by storm yeah Fast i mean they, they found her books all over the world yeah yeah this next season we're going to be diving into book two entitled oops i did again and chapter one is also titled Oops, I did it again. So, so yeah, Bessie, you said this is one of your favorite books. Yes. What are you, what are your memories of the first time you heard this uh, chapter? I remember when I first heard of this chapter, I immediately looked her up online mm-hmm. and saw that during during the time she's promoting this book and uh, reading her works. Um, performing her works to her followers, she had this fabulous skin tight red jumpsuit on. And that was my first realization that you can be fashionable and be a leader. And I looked up to her instantly. I only wore red for, I don't know, several months after looking into this. It just felt so empowering and sexy and not super flattering, but like she could handle it, but not totally. I think it's, I think, I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, cause as we've said, not a lot of her, there's not a lot of about her that's um, survived, but this, this iconic imagery of her mm-hmm. is just, I think that that speaks to the importance of it because mm-hmm. I will say that this book, this chapter is probably when, if I didn't already know that I was gay, it definitely started me down the path because I didn't look at her and say, damn, mm-hmm. I looked at her and was like, I want to be her, nice. you know? And I realized, oh, that's probably not common. <laughs> <laughs> you think a lot of people were looking at her For- and- 
Well, for boys, and, for for little, for you know what I mean, young boys to look at her and feel. I think there's a lot way, of you know? private practicing of this chapter. I think so. This came out. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna kind of run through this a little bit here, and uh, if you guys have any thoughts, go ahead and stop me. But yeah, I'm just gonna kind of read through a little bit of this, you know. And I know that we kind of go through this quite often with her, but it bears repeating because she is so unique at this, but she starts off very strongly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. Right. I know she's a very positive person. Um, and this is, I think where, you know what? I'm just going to get into it. I think I did it again. I made you believe we're more than just friends. Oh baby. It might seem like a crush, but it doesn't mean that I'm serious because to lose all my senses, that's just so typically me. Oh, baby, baby. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to start right off. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was just going to say she seems very, in this first verse here, she seems very like, hey, I'm fallible. Like, first of all, she doesn't say I She's not sure though. She's like, I think, I think, I, I think I might have done it again. Right. But then she also says, like, this is typical. This is typical me. Like, I'm admitting I'm guilty. I am, I can be at fault sometimes. My bad. <clears throat> I lost my senses. What do you so. think she did again? I assume it has something to do. Based off her first book, I assume it has something to do with love, with falling for someone or someone falling for her, her leading someone on, something along those lines. Well, it's also, I think, speaks to her, like you said, her humanity, because I think we've all been in that position where you fucked up and you made someone think that you're more than what you are, you know? Gave someone the wrong impression. Wrong impression. So like, for example, if you went to like a picnic party and everyone there is having a great time, but you're like off to the side, not really talking to anybody. Yeah. Like it's not necessarily like you're an asshole. It's just, you just don't want to really want to join in that conversation. Like, yeah. Right. Like Mm. like it's misleading, even though you're just, yeah. Like you're not a bad guy. You don't hate anybody. You're not like this, like, F everybody type person. You're just not into it that day, right? I'm not sure. If I was at a party and there was a guy off in the corner and like, say hypothetically, I went up to him and Mm -hmm. now, for example, I hate motorcycles, obviously, because I lost the love of my life to one. But if I saw him on one or if I saw him ride up on one Uh and I went up to him and I was like, oh, hey, you know, nice motorcycle. What kind is it? And if he just kind of gruffly was kind of rude to me or kind of short with me. Yeah. Fuck him. You know? I mean, but someone else might construe that as like mysterious and like tough and sexy. Like if he's just like, yeah, I don't know, whatever, you know, and just like walked off. They're like, oh, that's a, that's pretty. That guy's pretty cool. Just saying some, some people might think that. I don't know. I mean, some people might. Mysterious yeah, is fun sometimes. Yeah. But how does a mysterious person then get any if they're constantly pushing people away? It just feels like that is the type of person that's just going to kind of end up, 
I don't know, alone, drinking well, well, wine out of a box. I mean, let's not judge anybody that drinks wine out of a box. That seems like a very, very resourceful way to go about drinking wine. Um, but I, from what I've read as a historian in the, in the history of the past, um, it, it's been known that many uh, uh, people got laid by being an asshole and putting other people down. It was actually called, there was a phrase called it called negging. Uh-huh. And supposedly it worked well often. Yeah, negging. You ever heard of this? No. N-E-G-G-I-N-G. Yes. It's when you're like, you're very negative to someone, you keep putting them down and putting them down. And they have this need to feel like they have to prove something to you because they think you like, think they're like trash and they're like, or they're a bad person. And so hard to get basically. I think it works on more people with like low self-esteem. Like for instance, it would work like on me. Like if someone came at me and be like, oh, you're so ugly. Oh my gosh. Or you're not good enough for me. I'd be like, what? I mean, I don't like you, but yes, I am. And I'll prove it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. With the end goal being getting together. To sleep with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To make the, to make the sex. Right. John Wayne, really quick. You have something in your teeth. Is that just a cat treat? I think. How did you see that? Um, I that's that's just an example of negging. Oh, <laughs> well done. That's an example of negging. We didn't even start role playing yet. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh shoot, man! I missed my opportunity there, didn't I? Mm-hmm. No, you didn't, because actually, editing is a thing. <laughs> oh. Speaking of editing, I'm gonna go pee. She didn't go okay. potty. Okay, and then. Wait, so Bessie, did you have it? What, what about you? What, what are you thinking about? Oh, I had a revelation. Okay. So she says, you think I'm in love, but I'm sent from above. And I'm not that innocent. And that's one of the stanzas she... Whoa, whoa, you're skipping ahead. Are we going stanza to stanza? <laughs> well, no, we're just, we're just kind of talking. No, I'm so... just kidding. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> All right. So what I'm saying is... The most prominent, one of the most, the, the, the lines that really stick out to me is, you think I'm in love, but I'm sent from above and I'm not that innocent. I think maybe she, because she's the most loving person at that time in the world, who still looks mm-hmm. so loving today, she was maybe being followed by a couple disciples in her past who fell in love with her. She's like, whoa, whoa, yo, this, I, 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 sorry, I didn't mean to play the game. I'm just... I was sent from above to love everybody. And now you are misconstruing things and you think that I'm in love with you. I love you, but I'm not in love with you. I can't sleep with you. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, you know, she is a very popular Messiah and people want to follow her and possibly marry her and possibly have like a holy child with her. But she's like, well, no, I have other plans. I'm grateful. Um, but you're misunderstanding my intentions behind everything. I think that happens a lot for very nice, for very nice people. Like they'll come into a room and they're the ones talking the most at the party and they're engaging with everybody. And maybe one person will misunderstand their charm and their friendliness as flirting. Mm -hmm. And then they will get hurt in the long run because they'll be like, Oh, she totally digs me. I'm going to go talk to her. 
and I'm, yeah. and I'm going to ask her out. But then you find out, oh no, 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 buddy, you know, I, I have a, I have a boyfriend, and uh, I just thought you were a kind person, and I was just trying to get to know you. Sue me, you know. Yeah, that that must happen. I I feel like that happens a lot with females. Yeah, where guys, you know. I will say I will say that it's it definitely does also happen as someone who mostly sleeps or has relationships with men. Mm-hmm. It definitely has happened with straight men or men who mostly sleep with women where if I make any type of overture or try um, to be friendly, you know? Whoa, man. That, I'm I am not gay, bro. And it's like you think I'm trying to like be with you? What? Just cuz my, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just cuz I'm like trying to talk to you or trying to make conversation or I'm just trying to like speak about life and oh, people yeah. will sometimes that's the, that's the other it, side of the coin that I was talking about. That's someone who is friendly is taken like the other person's like, no, 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 man, get out. Of- totally. <laughs> whereas, Oh, right. Whereas I sometimes see, for I see women, it's like that guy's like, Ooh, she's totally into me because she asked me how many siblings I had. <laughs> right. Well, I guess it's just one more thing we have in common, you know? This next section, I think Brittany goes into that spiral that some of us go into where we feel guilty like it's our fault, you know? Because she's saying it's her problem, and I'm dreaming away, wishing for heroes, you know, assuming they exist, you know? Can't you see I'm a fool? You're not a fool, Brittany, okay? But to lose all my senses, that's just so typically me, oh baby? No, it's not your... Okay, to everyone out there listening, if you... If someone comes on to you and you feel confused, it's never your fault that someone is confused. Wait, what am I saying? I don't know. To everybody, to, well, I'm trying to say that if, if there's people out there who think that if a relationship goes bad because there was a misunderstanding and you tried to be honest, it's not your fault. You know what I mean? Now, you don't want to genuinely lead someone on where your intention is to lead them on because you like attention because that's obviously problematic. But if it was, yeah, but if it was completely innocent, you have nothing to apologize for, Mm -hmm. you know, you can just give a general, I'm sorry. There was a misunderstanding. Yeah. Well, she's upset because she thinks it's her fault because she's as, as most people are, she's a good person. And she just expects everyone to be, I don't know, she's, she's expecting all these people to be good people. Heroes, like she says. She's wishing yeah. that they were heroes. Yeah, heroes, like good people. Like, obviously, you know, the type of person that wouldn't laugh when you fall down on accident. You know, maybe you should check on the person first before you're like, ha, ha, ha. Just saying. Not personal or nothing. Oh, but. so it doesn't relate to you at all? No. In any recent. Okay. Just wondering. No, okay. not recently, but it's definitely one of my things. Something that, that has scarred you. Yeah. It's definitely one of those things that if someone does that early in a relationship, you're done. Red flag. You're done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you laugh breaker. at if you if I fall down some stairs and you laugh at me before you come to help me. Mm-mm. 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 It's like it's like the door lock test. You know oh, that test, right? Test. Yeah. 
What's like, that? I've never heard of it. So you know how, like, back in the day, um, in the old old times, they they would uh, pick people up for a date. Like usually, a gentleman would pick up the lady. This is you know, this is old terms, old mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. And when the gentleman picked her up, it was courteous for him to open her door. Mm. And she would sit in the passenger seat. He would close the door for her, and he'd okay. go around to the other side. Now, here's what's effed up. Now, so like if they had just went on a date and the car was locked when he came out, he unlocks the door for her, opens her door, gets her in the car. Now, his door is still locked. In the old times, they didn't have like those special lock things that just pops when you get close to it, you know? So yeah. he'd have to walk around, unlock his own door, and then get inside. Now, if the girl didn't unlock his door by the time he got back around, alarm, alarm. Red flag. Yeah. I've so never I think heard in, of this test. You would, you would fail? Is what you're saying? I'm, I've just never heard of it. Oh. Oh, yeah. It was very, it was popularized. There was a movie back in the day. It was, it popularized it a little bit more. What test was, which movie was this test popularized in? Do you, do you really want to know? Yes. Okay. It was like the, the, the main big actor in it was like Charles Chaz. Palm something. What? Harry Palms. I have to look. I have to read into my books, and I think it was a Bronx Tale. Okay. Was that sounds very old. Ed Chaz Palmier. Yeah, I told you it was an old timey movie. Mm-hmm. Robert De Niro, Chaz Palmieri has a scene in it about the door unlocking. Like he takes his little, takes the the younger boy aside, and he's like, "Hey." You know, this is what's going to go down. You know, if you want to find a winner, this is this is what she's going to got to do type thing. She's got to be just as courteous as the man is for opening yeah. her door. That's what the test like is you want to find a, You want to find a keeper? A keeper will unlock your door after you unlock her. It's like, she didn't do it? Get rid of her. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, it sounds wise. Sorry. And it was a long rant, but I again, I think that's... Brittany's saying like, oh, you know, it's my bad for expecting more out of you. I mean, like you're, you like you said, though, like, no, 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 you're right. You should expect people to be good people. Right? Yeah. Well, I, I, I wonder if that's exactly what she means, because even then she continues on, though. Oops, I did it again. I played with your I played with your heart. You know, I got lost in the game of this, you know. Oops, because you think I'm in love. You think that I'm sent from above, but I'm not that innocent. Which, is she basically admitting that she plays games with people? I think she's admitting that she'll sometimes recognize when someone has an affection for her that she can't match, but she won't say anything. Okay. Because she's just doing her work. And she's like, okay, well, they'll figure this out. I hope they won't put me in a corner to where I will actually have to friend zone them. I'm just doing my job. Right. But there is some guilt behind what she's saying. She's like, ah, I did it again. I made you, I didn't mislead you because I wasn't trying to play a game. But this is what happened. And now I have to friend zone you. And it's awkward for everyone. I'm sorry. Well, (laughs) yeah. Which actually, ironically, you know, the next part of this, you know, kind of just goes strong. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think it's like she heard you saying that, Bessie, and she's like, "Yes, 
Twelve, twelve times, yes. Mm. You know, that's nice to hear. I'm still being listened to. Well, and this next part here it always cracks me up because it's not quite clear. I think what I think is happening, what people are, what people guess, is that inside of this chapter, Brittany's doing a little role play. Okay, so she, they say all aboard. And then someone's, someone's talking to Brittany and they say, Brittany, before you go, there's something I want you to have. And then they say that Brittany then says, oh, it's beautiful. But wait, isn't this? Yes, it is. But I thought the old lady dropped it into the ocean at the end, which people are a little unsure about what that means. But then he, this person says, well, baby, I went down and got it for you. And then she says, oh, you shouldn't have, you mm -hmm. know? And then she says, oops, I did it again. I got lost in the game. You know, you think I'm sent from above, but I'm not that innocent. So I don't know. I wonder if she really is at this stage being like, what you got for me, boy? You know? And he's like, look, hmm. I did but this thing that this? is really hard. Did I, do I think what? You think she asked for this then? You think she wanted to actually play a game where she got something out of it and then was like, okay, I'm going to say goodbye now because I have this gift from the ocean. Hmm. I guess, what would you do if, I mean, I think, like I, I like when she keeps saying the game. I think she's like, I got lost in this game, and I think she's referring to it like I got in this game of life. Because obviously she she's 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 this she's this all all knowing being from above, and but you know she obviously liked to come down and play on Earth, and she you knows she got lost in it too. She got lost in being, you know, like one of us. Yeah. You know, and just doing her thing that like she does and spreading the love and all this jazz. And she got lost. And, you know, she got lost in life doing maybe trivial things that were beyond her. And then by doing so, like maybe going to a club and just raging. And then by right. doing that, all these people were like, oh, my God, I love her. She is. Yes, Brittany, you know. Right. And they And she's like, oh, my bad. I'm so sorry. I got lost doing my thing. You know, I, I should be better than that. Just like I expect better of you people, I expect you guys to be heroes and to be these good people, to not take advantage of other people or laugh right. at them when they fall down, you know? What's the context of this falling down thing? It doesn't matter. I'm just saying it's not personal. It's just something that's happened. It doesn't matter. If you, took, if you take yourself out of the situation and mm -hmm. flip it, and you're walking down and someone else trips and falls, would you laugh? No, I would go help them up, make sure they're okay, and then we could laugh about it together if they're okay. That's but that the right way to do things. That didn't happen? Hypothetically? No. no, majority of people in my book of life, majority of people will fucking laugh at that person that fell and hurt themselves. They don't know what happened. That guy could have a concussion, they could have a broken ankle, they could have a, a shattered hip. You don't know. But majority of people will laugh first because it looks funny. Like, ho oh, ho, that dude just ate ass. Let's, let's, let's take this moment to laugh at him. 
But no, that, that's not the kind thing to do, man. Just well, saying. see, now I'm wondering because through the video chat, I, I assume that was a diaper that you were wearing, but I'm wondering now if it's a cast. I don't. Recently... Is it a touchy subject? I'm. I apologize. If, if it's that's... fine, it's fine. No, it's not touchy. Look, okay. I, I Unless it down. is a diaper. I fell down, and my girlfriend laughed and didn't help me. That's all. Oh, End so that's story. why she moved out. Could Did you kick her out? I asked her kindly that she should. We should live separately at the moment. Now, did you? tell her that or did you have to leave a note somewhere that she could find it of course because... i left a note aaron i'm not gonna say it directly to her that's weird okay no totally that's why i was wondering it just seems really aggressive to confront someone about that uh yeah i hate confrontation so of course yes i would leave a note and she obviously read it She's you... what? here's the funny thing what if she never read the note she just left <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's still in the same spot I left it, so that's possible. Right. You sound like you're handling that well. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, so, John Wayne, thoughts on this, our first chapter back for the new season? Oops, I did it again. I just want to make it very clear. I'm not an asshole. <laughs> uh, I just have trouble with small talk. Um, clear. Yeah. clear, and it's not nice to laugh at someone without helping them first. Um, I think that's a good takeaway. Yeah, Almost, I think you should actually end every episode with, with that reminder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and just like Brittany, I ex but it's because like Brittany, I'm, I feel like I'm becoming more like her every day. I just <laughs> expect more out of people, okay. and right. that's and that's not my fault. Like she takes it on her, she takes it on herself. Like it's her fault. Mm -hmm. Now could because she created us, you know, mm -hmm. I, I would feel guilty too. If I created a small child and that smile child laughed at someone that fell down before helping them up. Yes. I would be disappointed in myself because you know what? I, this is my fault. I raised this. I raised this stupid kid to do this. So I get it. I love you, Brittany. I, I hope to be more like you every day. Oh, it seems like your faith has really grown, grown stronger. You know, yeah. over the summer. It, it has. I think it has. And I think it's, you know, the more time you spend alone, it just, you just kind of, I don't know. The more you've thought about Brittany, how much has your time practicing your faith privately increased? Oh, you know, it's weird. The more I think about Brittany, the more I like, I think about, you know, privately, you know, but I just, I don't know. Sometimes it's like too eerie, if that makes sense. Totally. So I, I usually, because basically I have the library to myself at the moment. So it's like, I don't mm -hmm. really have to, I'm, it's everything's private already. Sure. Right. So. Except for the ghosts. But. but yes, so that's my takeaway. <laughs> I'm just excited that we get to do this again and start this new book and these new chapters and start a whole nother set of stories for everybody. Because, mm -hmm. you know, if you're not 
getting something from this, then what are you just doing with your life? You know, there's just, there's so many lessons to be taking from these words, you know? I'm glad to be back. I am glad to have you guys back. It's great to see your guys' faces. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. So everybody, yeah, stay tuned. Follow us. Um, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Google, Spotify, wherever you like to listen. Um, definitely find new episodes. Stay informed. What would Brittany do? Dot com. And as always, you can find us on Instagram, Do. And yeah, leave a comment. Rate, review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, yeah, I think that's it. So, yeah, thank you guys. So, yeah, bye, Bessie bye. Joe. Bye. <laughs> bye, John. Bye. <laughs>